What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are rocking with Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is a little brother, Jace. How are you out there, bro shot? Doing good. Doing good. It's a nice Wednesday. Let's get some podcasting. Why not? Let's try it. Jay King, what's up with you, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Doing great. I hope everybody out there is too. I hope y'all are doing uh, as wonderful as I am on this uh, Wednesday. 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 Glad to be here with y'all. And Big Gun, what's up with you, man? What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? How's everything? Everything's good on this end. Sure. All right. Let's just jump all into it. So, yesterday, I watched No Time to Die. And it was a special screening so we could see it. Um, right when the world premiere was going on over in London. I really appreciate that. That was cool. So I was able to avoid all spoilers. I'm not going to spoil a... I'm not going to spoil the major parts of this movie for you. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more specter than fans will probably want to hear. But um, my full review is on LousMovieFiles.com. Spoiler free, of course. I feel like after you guys watch it, I want to talk about it in spoiler detail because... I have so many spoiler thoughts on this film. But I, but since I can't talk about that, I did want to talk Bond. And there's so many Bond films. You know, I think it's really hilarious that they're going, this is the 25th Bond film. And I'm like, no, I have 26 on my list. That's because they don't count Never Say Never. But I count Never Say Never because Sean Connery is in it. And the Joker says, my name is Bond, James Bond. So it's on the list. So No Time to Die is a 26th film of the James Bond franchise. And I just decided we're going to play a little Bond roulette. So I'm going to pull up a Bond film. And y'all are going to tell me what you think about it. So you guys ready to play Bond Roulette? Let's do it. All right, first up. For your eyes only, this is a Roger Moore film. And to me, this is his best one. He's coming right out gunning for payback because those Jokers did something terrible. So he's looking for payback, revenge. He meets a Russian agent, and she also has a quest for revenge against a certain uh, secret agent who likes his vodka shaken, not stirred. It's so much fun. Great bad guys. We see Jaws come up in this thing. It's definitely one of my favorite Bonds, and this is the one you show to people who hate on Roger Moore's Bond films. Who else wants in on for, for your eyes only? Nobody, just me. I've only one to seen this one. There's silence in the room. <laughs> seen it. I mean, you're saying it's the best Roger Moore movie. That's like saying this is the best Thor movie. Sorry, that okay. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but you got to put it in context. That is unmitigated, unnecessary hate. Yeah, it's like multiple layers. Good yeah, job, people guys. hate on Roger Moore's Bond films, and I'm just like, why? They were, they were set in the 70s. And I feel like people need to understand that that context, everything was wacky and goofy in the 70s. So you can't expect Bond films to be yeah. like something that you'd see in the 90s or 60s or 2000. It was a product of what was going on. Well, I love them though, kind of, because I look at Connery, any Connery's Bond, by today's standard, Sean Connery's Bond would be a certified rapist. A rapist. He he also dresses in yellow oh, face. Oh, I mean, he is he's he's he would Sean Connery's bond would have been canceled yesterday. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. So many. <laughs> but he was a he was a man. You know, he was machismo. He was a toxic. man. Hey, first Terry. Yeah, Why James Bond? Three is knows a toxic hero. He's a toxic man. His toxic masculinity. Three knows means uh, maybe. <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah, all right. So that that's mine. Apparently, I'm the only one standing up for Roger Moore. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one. So I, that's I, I, that is my. I'm sorry, Jace. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't remember that one. So I I can't I can't Put say. Put that on your rewatch list. That is my favorite Roger Moore Bond. That is my favorite Roger Moore Bond. Just because it was. It was it was of the time, and it was the it had the cool car, the cool gadgetry, the 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 villains of that movie is what made that movie to me. 
Roger Moore was playing Roger Bond, his his version of James Bond, but it was the villains and the action that made that movie for me, and it was made it his best Bond. He, probably the most physical he was in all yeah, of those movies. It Am I right, yeah? It was like, yeah. oh, oh, because he had done a few at this point. It was like, oh, what's happening here? <laughs> we got a brand new Roger Moore. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely good stuff. All right, next on the list, Thunderball. Who wants to go first? I, I will... I'm not going to start off with every one of these. Nobody. All right. So Thunderball is basically the film that Sean Connery remakes later on down the road for Never Say Never Again. I've watched, you know, we're 70s kids, so we watched the Bond films from the 80s on. So for Jason and me, we watched the, we were like way out of order with our Bond films. We started with Never Say Never Again and View to a Kill, which are probably very low on Bond snob list of the best Bond films. So when I rewatched, when I watched Thunderball for the first time, I was like, whoa, this is exactly like Never Say Never Again, but it's better. How is this possible? Because it was like two decades <laughs> earlier. And it's like, man, this is it's crazy. The underwater fight scenes. I mean, Domino, Sean Connery. This one is great. Yeah, that that one is is it, it's it's like a, a, a little bit hilarious. It's like this is basically the TV rights and family beef is never say never, but Thunderball is part of this saga, and it's like you really do watch it. Like, uh, do we have anything different? It's literally just the same movie <laughs> in twenty year difference. In yeah, it's a little it's better. This is black and never say again. That that's the only difference. Yeah, there's there's other difference so which also is, I, 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 well, if we if you get to that one I'll say why that one's okay. cool well I assume at some point we, we may get to it all right now we're going into the Pierce Brosnan territory tomorrow never dies James Bond fights a fake news creator media mogul <laughs> This is like so ahead of its time. This bond is telling you what's going to happen down the road. And it's like, oh, wow. How groundbreaking. Who wants it? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. Man. The villain, no. Uh, but it was like a good, like, all right, let's see what this guy's, let's see what Pierce is going to do for the rest of these movies. Because it was good for him. But. That whole villain plot is just—they it could—they could have done better. It was—it was—they weren't trying to be campy, but they ended up being too. It was—it wasn't—it wasn't great. It was—it wasn't good. Javon, you look like you're itching to say something about that one. Uh, well, one foreshadowing. How about that, right? Uh. To it, it, the diversity, you know, Michelle Yu as as the first Asian Bond girl, that was a plus. That was a big plus there, you know, as far as diversifying. Uh, But it it wasn't the worst Brosnan Bond film. I'll say that. It was not the worst. <laughs> uh, it was just okay. About it, it was, was just okay. If, if this yeah. isn't your, your least favorite Brosnan. Oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Jeff. I, I'm not gonna mention it. I'm gonna allow you. You're gonna do that. This is your show. You're gonna bring that up. <laughs> Jace, you got to go on this one. Okay. okay. That I mean, that is my least favorite of the Brosnan Bond movies because it's literally just a villain. It's just the villain is just not a physical presence. It's like the henchmen aren't really good. It's just nothing to that movie. It's just like, oh man. It's like I mean, like Michelle, you does like, hey man, what, what, I, man, she's kicking as much butt as James. Actually, I think she kicks more butt than James. But it's still like the rest of the movie is just bad. It's pass on that. One. I think the real problem with it is Elliot Carver's scheme is great for the B villain and there needed to be an A villain who was running everything and Carver was just like, I'm doing things, boss. And, you know, that's not the real plan. He's going to take the me- the news media conglomerate and take over the world some different way. And Carver didn't know. 
I think that's what's missing. They needed a better villain. But that is true of it of many Bond films. Alright, what's next? <laughs> Spectre. <laughs> and the heads hang low. Who wants who wants it back? It was so overhyped. Like y'all know my feelings on Jurassic Park, right? I was like, do I really need to call this James Bond film like the Jurassic Park of the James Bond film? I was hyped for this movie. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, is this another one where all the action sequences are in the beginning? Yep, all the action sequences are in the beginning of the movie. Great. And I'm like, okay, where are we going? Okay, where are we going? Oh, another tunnel. Ooh, all the pictures of everybody that died in the last films of, 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 what's his name? Craig. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just not excited. I really was excited. I can try to pretend to be excited because this villain is like a good villain, kind of. But it just didn't go. I mean, the whole movie just didn't go anywhere. It just didn't go anywhere for me. I was just like, this is the most anticlimactic Bond film I have seen in a long time. Was yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I, I was saying, yeah, I, I was saying like, I think we were all thinking, like, after Skyfall, we we're just like, all right, you're going in. This is, like, he's going to take out Blowfield. He's, he, it's on. It's just, like, it's it's going down. Like, they're going, Spectre is, they're, they're, they're not screwing with MIC. It's over. They're just, we're going to have it. And then you got to it. It was like, uh, we got a whole bunch of mass dudes that are Spectre. I mean, these aren't even the Quarter of Owls. It's like, hey, we're all just... Random guys. Uh, hey, we got Dave Batista here. Yeah, good job. Like, but I mean, that's as much as we have in this movie. And it's like we have our action sequence at the end. And it's like, wow, that's about as you know exciting as another one of the Daniel Craig's Bond movies. Wow, I could have just stuck with Skyfall and, and kept it going. I mean, kept it there. Yeah, what was that second one? Quantum of Solace. I can't remember the name. Yeah, it definitely gave me solace. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, all right, yeah, that was like, it was, it was on that level. Only maybe I'll rewatch Quantum of Solace because I think it was slightly better, slightly. No, um, don't make so, that mistake. Spectre is is do not the greatest, but it's not boring. And Quantum of Solace is just like one long breakup letter to Vesper. It's like, dude, come on. <laughs> She's dead. Move it on. It really was. I was like, am I watching Twilight Bond? Yeah. Like, what the hell is happening? This is like terrible. It's like teen yeah, romance. Man. I was like, what the hell is this? What are you doing, James? And the helicopter went upside down. That was like the most exciting shit. I'm like, no, it's like I saw that in Airwolf. Like, come on, man. We got to do something. Spectre is, Spectre is weird to me. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Spectre's just, it just didn't go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, you're right. Like, Spectre's right. biggest problem was. They were trying to celebrate Bond's, one of those anniversaries. And they were like, yo, let's do all the cool Bond stuff in a Daniel Craig film. And the Daniel Craig films have never been, let's go gadget heavy. Let's do all this wild, bizarre stuff. It's been very grounded. The bad guys have very simple plans. Blofeld felt bloated as a character where it's like, I'm your brother. Ha ha ha. And it's like, what is this? I mean, wouldn't James know he had a brother? I feel like that's something you would know. Yeah. And his dad was a traveling yeah. man, and they were, you know, when his when he was dropped, yeah, when he was dropped in Oxford as an orphan. Oh, right. It yeah. was. It I mean, wasn't. Right. It wasn't the best, and I feel like when Blofeld gets introduced to him straight up, like the first scene when he when he sees him in that big, you know, castle, whatever. That's a great scene. And it's like when they come face to face, when it's the daylight, it's like, ah, what's going on here? This this isn't as good as it should be. Right. And I feel like Bond should have gotten paid to babysit his love interest in this one because she's so much younger than him. You know, the, James, the pizza money's on the counter and, you know, help yourself to whatever you want. It's just I, I wasn't feeling it. Jay King, how about you? Um, yeah, it was boring. Um, and like you, you touched on it all. I mean, they tried to make this an ode to 
bomb. Right? Uh, this is the history of it. it. It just didn't, it fell flat. You can't give us that kind of action and then ease off the accelerator. You don't want to overdo it by, okay, you, if you like this, you'll love, you know, uh, if we amp it up by, by 20, I was glad they didn't take a, a ridiculous approach to it, but it just didn't have the same tone. You can't set a tone and then change it. I feel like you... And who directed... If you start off with a building Look falling, at what happened with Mission Impossible. buildings collapsing, that's your first act. Everybody's in yeah. full mask. It's Day of the Dead. You're setting yourself up real hard to try to top that scene. Yeah. You gotta go up. But it went you gotta go up. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, look at Mission Impossible, man. Like, they just kept getting weirder and weirder and more stuff, and we're still watching the damn things. It's Mission Impossible. It's Mission Impossible. Their action scenes. really could. Yeah. Like, normal freaking movies. So, I, that one, I'm like, they got to stop with that. I mean, I think that's why I compared it to Qualum of Solace, because they did the same thing. It was just climax. Oh, and we're just going wrong. It was like. What's that? What's that? What's yeah. that ride from the old school uh, Disney World where it was just like, was it Magic Space Mountain or something? Mountain. It was one of those mountains where it was just like, Sorry, yeah, it was just like, woo, you go up, you're like, yeah, we're gonna go. Nope, we're just going straight the whole damn time. Hey, this is terrible. All right, let's see what's next. All right, Pierce Brosnan's debut in the Bond mythos with Goldeneye. That movie was like when they took and the NBA took away the dunk contest and then brought it back for Vince Carter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the last few have been so trash, right? We had to wait for somebody that you would say, "Okay, that makes sense," right? And and let's let's make a decent movie and let's make something decent out of this. And they had, and that was the thing about not just a segue into that dunk contest, but that dunk contest had really good competitors and really good dunkers, right? You had Steve Francis, Jerry Stackhouse, right? The thing about this movie, it had the right villain, the right Bond girl, the right action, and print, and and Pierce did a damn good job of making Bond British and cool. Yeah. So that's my take. You said it, dude. I, I only have another analogy, but it's not as good as a dunk contest. <laughs> Mom was going to be the damn Batman film. And then all of a sudden, here's Christian, the first one, here's Christian Bale and Batman Begins. You're like, oh, thank God, because they were stinking up the place. They took a break, and now it's like, all right, now we got the good Dark Knight again. Let's go. Did Tim Burton do this? Hold on. Oh, that wasn't Tim Burton at all. But you know what I mean? You're just like, whoa, this is like great. This is wonderful. That's why I felt golden eye. Well, I was like, oh, this isn't campy or weird or anything. This is a Bond film. Let's go watch hey, this. Gonna, right. <laughs> after nipples on the bat suit, they could have stuck my fat ass in some latex, and that would have been you. a better movie than anything they put together. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I watched Spawn, and I was like, Spawn isn't that bad compared to that mess. Not that bad. Came out around the same, in that same summer, and I was like, did I watch Spawn again? I was like, yeah, Spawn was bad. But I was comparing it to the other movie that came out that summer. This this small bag of trash is a lot better than the big smelly bag of trash. (laughs) Doesn't smell as bad. (laughs) James, what do you think of Goldeneye? Uh, Goldeneye is one of my top five James Bond movies. Um, It is, I mean, you you have 007 versus 006. The uh, Femke Jensen was awesome as the Femme Fatale. Uh, Milo or uh, Milo was actually hilarious, and you actually really wanted him to get what he got at the end of the movie. It, 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 I don't think there's a yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can say like all right if you said oh there's one weakness in the movie. It's like yeah, but the weakness has funny lines, and I'm okay with the weakness. You're talking about boys you know, with toys. Yes, yes, yes. But hey, she, she, you know, I think is a, you know, low level programmer. I buy her. Like, hey, you know, don't cause any waves. You know, men stepping over and then she gets the last laugh at the end. I, I did. I dug that. So, there's, yeah. There's no, I mean, there's really, that's, that's a, if there was a quality for no flaws, that movie is like 99 
The no that's, that's my favorite of all the Bond films because you've got you've got Remington Steele taking on Ned Stark, and I'm all about it. And we have Gene Gray up in this camp. We got Nightcrawler here. It's amazing. I will stand on the hill with my tank to defend GoldenEye as the best Bond movie. All right. Next up, from Russia with Love, Sean Connery's second film. This time he's going to Russia. And it's got a huge train sequence. Sean Connery's just a cool Bond. And it's, it's one of those things where he encapsulates every aspect of every, every guy that comes after him. He's got the cool suaveness of Pierce Brosnan. He's got the rugged, efficient, violent killer like Timothy Dalton. He can throw out those quips like Roger Moore. And he can be a brute like <laughs> um, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just really good stuff. Anybody else got any thoughts on that one? It's my number three. It's my Only like three bomb films, so it's my number three. <laughs> that's my three of three. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't dislike the other ones. It's like I'm like I, I hate these movies. It's just there are Bond films and then there are Bond films, and that's up three. That's up there for me. Cool. All right, let's see. Next up is Die Another Day. Pierce Brosnan's absolute final version of Bond. Javon, uh, <laughs> the fact that you said Tomorrow Never Dies was not your least favorite leads me to believe that I think this would be the one you would be referring to. Is that correct? Boo, man! The mere mention of that movie is like a fart in my mouth. Um, it was bad to me. To me, it was bad, and I hate for I, I hate to get to the point where it's Holly Berry, a black woman. I'm saying this movie is bad. It had nothing to do with her. It was just the movie stunk. Nobody was trying anymore. Right? It was like they just didn't try. Holly was the best part of that movie, boy. That, that was a yeah. the best part of that movie. Until she opened her mouth and then she started yeah. acting oh, and oh, trying to act. Oh, man, oh, you hate it. That's just Aiden for no reason. Every other Bond film, you got the you got an actual actress. This Batman. Wow. Halle Berry. No, she saved herself in John Wick, man. She learned, uh, yo, action and let me do these wow. crappy lines. John Wick, she's a hell of a lot better than that. But this film? Yeah. No, brah. No. Anyways, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just, yeah. Halle Berry is the only Oscar Best Actress to get the Oscar and then star in a Bond film. So, so why did she get the Oscar? We ain't, I don't even want to talk about that, bro. I don't even want to talk about that. That's not even. No, nah, yeah. man. But I'm just saying. So it's not like she's some talent <laughs> coming out here. It's not like that. All right, Jace, do you, do you want to defend yeah. it or should I? I'm gonna defend this movie because it's not bad. I don't. Okay, Gustav Grave playing the smug James Bond, like anti James Bond, was hilarious and actually was you know the sword fight and you know in the middle of the the training the fencing fight that was good. Um, the second tier bad guys were good. James Bond getting tortured because he sure as hell deserved it. And that, I mean, after what he did, he he was not gonna come out without getting tortured. Oh, there he, I mean, it's it like we we, we, we Hallie's part. Hallie was not bad. I thought she was like you know that you know let's let's be honest. There is one iconic scene of James Bond, and they tried to redo that again the other way, and it's like not the same. It, yeah, I mean, just add up the pieces, okay? Good villain, which a lot of James Bonds don't have. You have a good, a credible James Bond. They went, did they go over the top with the cars and ridiculousness? Yes, I will. Yes, hey, that got caught in the middle of the dag on scene and they left it in the scene. Yes, I will. 
I'm not saying this is a perfect movie. I'm he just laughing on East Capitol Street. Let's see. <laughs> this movie's entertaining. Like I understand exactly. people. I'm not gonna say it's not like entertaining. It. I'm saying that okay. it wasn't the greatest Bond film. Seriously, for several reasons. Listen, they had good parts and they had a damn good villain. I dug that shit, you know, with that whole yeah, plot. Man, that plot that of the villain is amazing. Journey line, that journey yeah. line from Diamond yeah, Face dude. and the villain and why he was right. Diamond Face, that shit was great. They could have put that in, like, another movie and it still would have been awesome. Yeah. You take like that it. out and you got Halle Berry walking out the listen, beach and that's kind of it listen, and, and listen, cars on speed. Again, like, okay, ro- ro- like, Rosamond Pike's like her, her MI6 agent. Like they, there was way more good in this movie than there are bad. I think if you were to say, "Hey, I give you two hours," you know, five hours to watch bomb movies. I don't think you're necessarily saying, you know, I won't watch this one. Like you'd be like, "Okay, yeah, it's fine. I will. I will watch it. It's entertaining." This one's not on the list. I know five is too short. I, <laughs> I give you a weekend. You, I think a weekend of bonds. I think you'll you'll pick this. You'll put like yeah, I'll put it. That is fair and not wrong yeah, at all. You're right. Right. I mean, because right. right. I'm going to have to cross it, it at some point. Halle Berry coming out of the ocean guarantees a watch. I mean, that's a long, a long right there. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, but she was great in that movie. Like I feel like that was one where I felt like Halle wasn't trying to act she was just being like cool fun it felt like 90s Halle Berry in the 2000s movie which was trying to veer into that whole ridiculous action because Michael Bay the comic book movies were starting to surface and they just needed Bond to be a product of the times just like how some of the other films were like oh let's go into space like Star Wars I mean they've always chased the trend they don't really set it it's always like oh this is what they're doing I mean, like, the Casino Royale and all the Daniel Craig ones were following the Bourne identities. So, this was just, yo, let's just have some fun. And, yeah, so that's why I like it. Next up. Ha! I, I just I just talked it up. So, Casino Royale. They're like, alright, everybody, a lot, a lot of people hated all this ridiculous, crazy fun of Die Another Day. We're gonna go super serious with this one. And Bond is gonna get, he's gonna take a seat in a chair with no bottom. Ouch! That shit was ring the bells. So this one I think is on everybody's top five. And Javon, I'm gonna shame you on blast here. This is a one movie you have managed to avoid seeing. Please fix it this weekend. It's great. It's excellent. Don't spoil it for Javon, because I want him to experience all the fun on his own. And that's the thing. thing. It's not because I don't want to see Casino Royale. It was one of those things where I just, it was my Bigfoot. I never got to see this movie. It always eluded me. Don't let it elude you much longer. I'll I'll drive over to your house and drop off a Blu-ray or a digital copy. I got got it on Blu-ray and DVD right here. And it's on um, uh, Netflix. Oh, there you go. On Netflix? It was on Netflix. It might not be anymore, but it definitely was for a very long time. If it's like not, last... I'll be calling either one of you to yeah, borrow it for the weekend. Absolutely. Right, who wants to talk about how great Casino Royale is? Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, Gutter. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. After seeing the Green Jaguar on skis on ice, to watch this? First, the parkour scene and all that. I'm, like, I'm not really in that, but that was really awesome. Um. All of it, all of it. I mean, the, from the card game, from the mind games to the—I mean, I'm just gonna say swashbuckling. Like, I mean, seriously, like this movie had everything you wanted in a Bond film. Literally everything. You had a couple Bond girls. Like, you know, what I mean, like, come on, man. This joint is number one. It's damn, damn near close to the daggone novel. Come on, man, son. This joint. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, oh well, this is a Bond film. <laughs> like I was sitting here, like this is a cool Bond that you can deal with. I disagree with the Bourne film situation until Quantum of Solace because it was the same producer or director, somebody. Because the Bourne films always did that whole, and then eh, and then maybe a little bit of a little little bit of a climb, and then that was it. So uh, no, 
Casino Royale was up, 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 and I'm still going up. My only <laughs> and thing with so Casino that's... Royale, it needed a villain as good as everything else was. The Shif, the Shif, he was good, but I mean, he was just wiping bloody tears. And I wanted him to do something, have something else, something better. He's really good, because I mean, I can't hate on, on Jen Erso's papa, but... I wanted him to be just a little bit better. And he's the only thing. But Eva Green is one of the all-time best Bond babes because Vesper is truly a great character. So great that they keep referencing her in every Daniel Craig Bond Like, yo, did you remember I used to be with with Vesper? Yeah, dude, you won't ever stop talking about her. But yeah, she was great, and that's why. All right, let's see. What's next? Octopussy. Jace loves this one. <laughs> okay, this was the James Bond. They were throwing everything at the wall to see if it stuck, and none of it stuck. It's like, hey, we're gonna have a fight on elephants. You hate other movies. We're gonna fight in the. You like the protector, didn't you? <laughs> you like the protector, didn't you? Hey, I would. I would definitely. Hey, I got protector back there. That movie, Octopus. I bought like with a sale of James Bond movies for seven bucks, and I'm like. Man, can I get like five and call it a day? I will. I'll, I'll, I'll eat that two dollar loss. Paid too much for this. That movie is. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, I mean there is in the. I mean, we're talking. Jeff and me were talking. Before he's like, oh well, yeah. He'll he'll explain later. But there is so much going on in this movie that it's just like none of it makes sense. And I just want this to be over. Now, there's another Roger Moore. I really think I don't even think I made it through the end of that one <laughs> because of how bad it was. But this one, I was like, okay, I think we stretched this old James Bond thing. We'll just call it. I'm going to take a couple hours and watch some football or something because this is bad. <laughs> you're watching football on Friday night. J. King, you got any thoughts about it? No. Okay. I'm gonna defend you know, it was... sorta of, kind of octopus. I'm not gonna I'm not going on top of my elephant to defend this one. Like I said before, it's proud of his times. Roger Moore was just stuck in like the wacky time period for his movies where it was like cinema was changing and the Bond franchise was just playing catch up and really trying to figure out what do people like now? What do they like? Oh, they like this. Let's try this. And Octopussy is just a smorgasbord that doesn't taste good. And it's like, oh, man, it's like that buffet with not enough um, seasoning and the macaroni and cheese is stale. It's just like, okay. what is cool is they have a bad guy who is a woman and she's not just the I'm the the lackey henchman of the big villain. She's like actually the one running and doing the thing. So I like that. And the poster with with uh, Octopussy having all the different arms is just cool. It's one of the cooler visuals. So I like that. But I'm not going to defend it too long. All right, so next up. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Gunner, is this part of your three? And you give me a big no. No. But, oh, man. Oh, okay. So George Lazenby steps in. He is the first fill-in for, for, bon- for Connery. And I feel like if this movie came out in 2020, people would be like, not my bond. Lazenby sucks. Where's Connery? He's trash. But this is one of the best Bond films. It's got Bond versus Blofeld. It's got another all-time epic Bond babe and Diana Rigg, who, you know, Game of Thrones fans know is the Queen of Thrones. And she was excellent in this film. And you bought this r- romance, this relationship. So often with the Bond films, it's like, all right, Bond's just going to sleep with this one. And, yeah, let's move on to the next action scene. And there's no, like, oh, yeah, James. But nobody cares about the love interest. This time, I was invested. I cared. And when things happen in subsequent movies, I was I was feeling it for Bond. So this one is really good. This one is Christopher Nolan's favorite Bond film, for whatever that's worth. And if you watch Inception, there are several elements of Inception that borrowed just almost directly from this movie. They have a great snow base, snow scheme scene. Really love it. Really good movie. 
Oh, this is a snow one. Sorry, there are so many movies. I mean, he's on skis a lot. He's <laughs> so on many skis I'm getting them mixed up. But this up. one Sorry. is like the, yeah. the real quintessential snow Bond film. He's fighting Telly Savalas. So we got a quality Blofeld here. Not scene chewing. He's just doing his thing. He didn't even have to shave his head for it. It's great. So it worked out really well. Anybody else have any thoughts on this one before I move on? I would say. I would say. I'll just say this. This is probably... This is probably James Bond with the best ending out of all of them. I, I don't think you can. You can't get it. It's, it's. I mean, like Casino Royale has a very good one, but I think on Her Majesty's Secret Service has the best. I think one. You, that's probably one and two. Casino Royale does have a strong ending, and it's like, oh shoot, we got to see if we continue, and it does. All right, can't go in this list too far without mentioning Doctor No, the very first Bond film. Watching this, you know, long after seeing balding Sean Connery with hair plugs trying to keep it together with the toupee and all that good stuff. Watching him here, and even then I think he was still rocking a little hairpiece, but this dude was just cool. I mean, the second he steps on the screen, it's like, oh, I totally understand why everybody's like, nah, player, he's James Bond. And it doesn't take like, oh, okay. The movie credits start rolling. I'm like, I, I think I see it. It's immediate. And the action's wild. It's crazy. And it's like, yeah, okay. I see why they were like, let's make 20 of these movies. How many of them can we have Sean Connery in? What'd you guys think? The James Bond movie. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you need to say. <laughs> this is the one that people remember. If, if you've never watched a James Bond fan, you can quote lines from this movie. So... That's it. (laughs) Up there. How how, how much of, uh, what was it, uh, Austin Powers did they basically take out of Dr. No? I mean, that was, it was, and the reason why Austin Powers was funny was because of how cool Dr. No was. It just made it like Sean Connery is literally the dude. You were just like, yeah, okay. He's coming in here, taking over, he's kicking butt. He's got a credible villain. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I, it's just like Jeff said, how many more of these can we make? Cause this is, we're good. Yeah. So I think that's all we need to say on that one. Cause it's just epic and great. What's up everybody. It's Jeffrey Lyles back at you one more time with a brand new giveaway. One that I am very excited about because it's one of my favorite films so far of 2021. No matter how fast you are, no one outruns their past. Vin Diesel returns for the ninth chapter of the worldwide blockbuster series in F9, The Fast Saga. Also starring John Cena, Sung Kang, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, and even an appearance from Helen Mirren. Own F9, The Fast Saga with the never-before-seen director's cut and all-new bonus content on 4K, ultra-high def, and Blu-ray and digital. How are you going to get these passes? It's super simple. All you got to do, email me at lylesmoviefiles at gmail.com and tell me why you want to see it. That's it. I've got passes. want to give them away so you can have a fun weekend checking out one of my favorite films of 2021. That's all you got to do. All right. Now back to the show. <laughs> back there. All right. Skyfall. So I watched No Time to Die, as I mentioned at the start of this. And... It made me want to come home and revisit Skyfall Inspector because I wanted to see kind of the Craig films all really linked together as one linear story. There's no restart after every film like most of the Bond ones. Skyfall, you know, is one that I was like, it looks really great. It's the best looking. It's the best shot, best lit Bond film by far. And I don't I can't even tell you what number two and three is. It's just it's Skyfall is all alone on this on this mountaintop looking way down at everything else. It looks exceptional and the plot is actually good. I always feel like the bomb films work better when there's a personal stake along with the villain trying to do some global domination thing where they actually have it in for a character. This time it's M. Judy Dench's final take as M. Javier Bardem plays the bad guy and he hits just the right amount of being eccentric, kind of wacky, 
memorable. And the blonde hair is like, this guy, wow, I was crying out there with this. And the bleach blonde eyebrows and the, the scar face. He covers so many check marks of a classic vintage Bond villain without feeling like, let's make him a classic Bond villain. He works really well in the Craig universe of Bond films. Um, I think the only weakness in this one, Naomi Harris is great as Money Penny, like as the ally. Uh, Bond babe, she's great, but the femme fatale, Bernice Berhol, she's just kind of there, and then she's not. It is like, oh, oh, okay, you're you're gone. She didn't make an impact at all, and totally forgettable. Totally forgettable. Yeah, like, forgettable. And it just seems like she's gonna be really like, oh shoot, okay, and then she's gone, and it's like, wow, that was really abrupt. And I still, I just rewatched it today, and I still don't understand her art. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> But the rest of Skyfall, really good. Anybody else have thoughts on Skyfall? That was your tribute movie. That's they were trying to trying too hard to make another tribute movie. It seems like with Spectre, I think uh, Javon somebody talked on that just a while ago. But yeah, Skyfall was the tribute movie to Bond films that that you like. That's probably why we went back to Skyfall after watching Spectre. You know what I mean? Like that's this is like why why would they go back down a notch? Like you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah I love uh, Skyfall is pretty damn good. Like I mean that to me that's 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 um, Casino Royale too to me. I don't touch the other ones. I'm like yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Jay King, what do you think of Skyfall? I loved it. I loved it, but on another note, guys. Um, and anybody listening, if this comes out before uh, Friday, AMC theaters locally are running the Bond series. If anybody's seen this, so you guys can go. They're and running see, them. So Gunner, you can see Octopussy. Yeah, absolutely. Gunner, you can see Casino Royale. Nice. <laughs> playing, playing tomorrow. I'm going to. I know you. I know you're going. <laughs> Oh yeah! What are they gonna do? They're just gonna set aside no. a block or a theater where you can watch, just sit through a marathon. Oh, they've got several. Uh, they've got several of our local theaters: Tyson's, Columbia, Owens Mills, oh, White Marsh, that oh, are running theaters. Bond. Yeah, good theaters that are running Bond movies throughout the day until they get to the premiere tomorrow, uh, Friday. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah. So just every Craig Bonds or all the Bonds? Like, no, everything. Everything. All weekend, looks like, like this going to take everything. forever. Like, yeah. TES used to do that. That's going to take hey, forever. Get some popcorn and get a, and get an empty cup. Also, it's probably it's like you probably have like four theaters dedicated, and you just kind of go bouncing back for which one you want to go to. Like, because that would like, be smart. Six wait six movies hey, listen, per theater. You need to sit there and watch the, the, the Roger Moore one. Would be the Roger Moore theater would be empty. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I would sit in for at least three Roger Moore films. All right. Now, what? What? I was going to say. What about uh, Timothy Dalton Bond film? We have one coming up. You just add that with Sean Connery. Hold on, hold on. Did anybody have any other thoughts on Skyfall before I go forward? Okay. Skyfall has probably one of the top five. Uh, songs, songs and all the bond. I'm gonna movies. go gunner on that one. Hey, I, I, I will not, I won't like you to at all on that. Um, there, there, that is a beautiful film, and it's it is always one you're kind of like, if that had been hit Craig's last bond film, we would think he's probably one or two. I mean, we'll say probably two or three James Absolutely. Bond because that movie was so good. And then it's like, and that's why when Spectre came out, y'all like, okay, I don't see, I thought we were transitioning almost to a new Bond, but okay. And then you get Spectre and you're like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they took a yeah, real, so... they messed up. Cause I feel like you're right. If it ended, they set up Q, they set up Money Penny, they set up M, everything, the deck was all straight for the next whoever was going to come and step in as Bond. And then Daniel Craig was like, yeah, after Spectre, we wanted to do another one. So he he kind of wanted to step away. And then they brought him back and Spectre wasn't great and wasn't well received. And he said, let's run it back. And then I want to be done with this thing. So 
Yeah. All right, let's see. What's next? All right, Jace, you ready for View to a Kill? Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. This is also one of my, again, this is product of 80s. This is one of my top three uh, favorite Bond songs. I mean, it's Duran Duran singing View to a Kill. Like, come on. Like, that's. I mean, I, I, do I still work after that? Yes, I do. Um, Christopher Walken is your bad guy. Uh, you have, I got to I mean, you have Christopher Walken, Grace Jones, and this is like this is Roger Moore's last one. But it, I, it is one of my God. <laughs> You're a hater, but I mean, this is it's, it's like it gets you. Like Max Zorn is a very cool bad guy. Uh, against Roger Moore, I, I, I mean, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna go out going out against uh, Roger, I mean, uh, Christopher Walken is the best way to go, and you get that soundtrack. I, I mean, I watch it. I watch that tonight. And Grace Jones was really good in this too. She was. She was. I did. Go ahead, Jason. I was gonna say that was the thing about like the newer Bonds. They had like the. Finn Vidal's like kicking James's butt or like actually doing stuff, and that was all. I mean, like Grace Jones was like the start start of that, and it was like, yeah, it's like the way she was going. I was, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little shook by you, man. Thank you. Hey, you do your thing. She should have kicked his ass. He was 69 years old. I don't know how old he was, but he didn't get his tail whipped. <laughs> now Triple X was doing things on Bond too, though. Before your eyes only, the Russian agent. But yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And the Craig Bond films have not really had that kind of interaction with him in any woman where it's just like they're a threat outside of Vesper messing with his head. Did y'all know he used to date Vesper? Okay. Um and he, he has Vesper tattooed on his like ring finger, does. man. Yeah. All right. So here's another Roger Moore one for you. The man with the golden gun. Now he's fighting Scaramanga and Count Dooku. What say you? Nobody. I'm waiting for the hate to come. I'm here. You mean gold <laughs> member? Thank God Austin Powers did like a gold member oh, type of thing too. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, such disrespect to Roger Moore's films. Okay. Like, okay. Like, they improved again. it. Okay. Did you like him actually going against the trained assassin? Like Christopher. I mean, I mean. Christopher, Christopher Lee. Like, come on. Yeah, Christopher, yeah, Chris, him against Christopher Lee. Like, it's just not believable. This dude is like, uh, I don't know, man. That dude does not have, it just didn't, it never, the dude never clicked for me, man. It just, it still couldn't, can't get it in my head that that dude was ever a Bond. Come on. It just never clicked for me. I mean, like the, the like the duel with the gun, like, that was quality man. stuff. But it's okay. Yeah, I mean, like they're only five. I think if you put a another actor in there, I'd probably be fine. It's just it just never meshed with me. Right it just okay, just fine. couldn't. All right, moving on. No. I think this might be our last one. The world is not enough. Now, Jace has a theory on this movie that I think holds up very well, and it makes a lot of sense. But I kind of wonder okay. if the acting would not be up to par. If that happened, feel free, bro. Okay. Okay. A. This movie is really good. But if you switch the casting of the Impetals, is Denise Austin not is a rocket scientist? I'm sorry, Denise Richards not is a rock physicist, and her is the one the uh, Russian heiress. Yeah, it's like that. I mean, it's just like just if you heard it, you're like. Okay, I buy it. Are you sure you're not confusing her with her character, Undercover Brother? Because she was the. Just saying. No, I mean, but did you did you believe her in that movie role? I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I feel like when I was like, yeah, you know what? That's. Oh, I'm thinking of her character, Undercover Brother, years later. So maybe. That probably was the kind of a, like, yeah, we see why we shouldn't have put her as a rock nuclear physicist. Fair, you know, and Christmas, uh, what Christmas was her name? Jones, Christmas something. It was like, 
Yeah, Christmas Jones is like, oh, come, like, let's just uh, let's, let's come up with a better name. But Jace, but if you do movie, that, I I only thought Christmas came once a year. How do you not get that joke if you don't? <laughs> come on, you don't. Come you, you come with a little higher brow joke. <laughs> Listen, Bond has never been afraid to go low, 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 low for the humor. I'm here for it on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, like, was there um. Sophia, what was her name? Yeah, okay. She was so good in that role. And it's like, and you say she, uh, an octopusy, that she was the uh, main bad. It was like, no, at the end, you found out, actually, she was the big bad playing the dude, Renard. And that's why it's like, it also helped. He's like, oh, wow. Like, this isn't some little, I have, you know, no power. No, I knew what to do. And I did it. I seduced him. And I'm going uh, to actually take back. I'm going to try and kill him. I'm going to take this pipeline. I'm going to be super rich. And nobody's going to be able to stop me at the end. And it's like, it's almost an actual workable plot. Except for that dirty James Bond. So, yeah. yeah I, 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 I'll mess with that movie. Javon, you got anything on this one? No, I think you guys kind of covered it with the casting of the 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 ladies of of this Bond movie it was that's the only thing that really threw me off about it. I I'll watch it if it's on, but I cringe every time Denise Richards. When she starts talking sciencey, I feel like I'm watching a flash. Yeah, like, like, you like, I mean, you barely remember that part. Now you barely remember that dialogue. Get out of here. It's like Kim Kardashian talking in any movie. It was like. What are you talking about? Yeah. You don't I know will anything. say that they were again getting on to the hot train in more ways than one because Denise Richards was super hot back in that time frame when they cast her in the movie. And it was like, we know Absolutely. we're selling tickets putting Denise Richards in a tank top in shorts. We know we got that covered. I'm sorry. And people went to see that movie. Yeah, we, we have the poster. We, we should sell some extra tickets, Absolutely. okay? So I get them. I understand. Yeah, and they did. All right. Well, now it's that time. <laughs> no time to die. I'm going to talk about this one, and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. So Bond has retired again. I feel like in a lot of ways, this is Daniel Craig's Dark Knight Rises. Because at the end of Dark Knight, we're assuming that, that Batman is going to be out there on those mean streets of Gotham taking up the mantle and being a bad guy so Harvey doesn't have to be. But we find out the Joker's just been chilling in the mansion, retiring all this time. He's been laid up, getting his knees gimpy and all this stuff. I'm like, what is this? This is not very heroic. So Bond and Madeline are, are enjoying happy couple life. It kind of reminds me of that joint in Arrow where he and Felicity drove off into the CGI sunset and I hated it. And... This is kind of how that is, but because secret agents can't have things, it has to change up. Felix calls him back in for a mission. Lashana Lynch is his replacement at MI6. Everything goes superbly great for the first hour and a half. I mean, I'm loving this movie. I'm literally, you know how we got the seats now, you can recline. I was laid back chilling. But as the movie kept going, I was like, I got to pull this button back because I need to be on the edge of my seat. This joint is so good. Then we get the second half and it's like, I felt like I walked into a screen in a specter and no one told me. And I wasn't happy with that. And not the good half of specter, the bad back half of specter, where it's a lot of talking, a lot of nonsensical plots and bad guys that don't register. And... I thought that there was an opportunity for an on Her Majesty's Secret Service style conclusion. And I was about to go, yes, I see where you're going. This is awesome. And then they go, yoink, not quite, player. Not going to spoil anything else because I want you guys to see it. But yeah, it was interesting. Not my favorite. And I really wish, in hindsight, after watching Skyfall tonight, that Daniel Craig just said, I don't care how much money you're putting. I'm done with Skyfall. So, yeah. Speaking of things that should have been done in old relics that should not have been brought back out, NBC debuted La Brea. And I don't think they were shying away from, hey, maybe we'll confuse some people who 
don't remember Lost aired on ABC. And if we show them in the woods enough, they'll think, oh, shoot, they brought Lost back. But I also remember they've tried this Lost redo with Manifest where it's like, they've gone missing. They were on a plane. And it's like, listen, NBC, stop it. Just stop. We know you're going to cancel it and we're going to have to rely on Hulu, Netflix, etc. to revive it and finish it. La Brea just seems stupid. I'm watching all these ads and, you know, because they've been playing it during football. This is the only way that I'll pay attention to NBC shows and the Olympics. They've been hyping this show relentlessly. And normally when you pummel me with ads like this, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll watch it. I turn on the TV because, you know, it worked. And then I'm like, wait a second. Blake Lively looks a lot different. And I realized in all of these ads, they pulled a fast one on me. They, they brought in the Dollar General version of Blake Lively. It's not Blake Lively in the lead role. And I'm like, wait, wait. So not only do we have a bootleg loss, we have a bootleg Blake Lively. No offense to the actress. I don't mean it that way. But I'm like, can we do anything original NBC? No. What they are going to do as original is take it off the air quickly. That's what's going to be original. Jay King, you watched this show. I put it on, I had it on mute for the first 10 minutes and realized I don't need sound. But you watched it. What did you think? <sighs> Damn, what, what did I think? Um, uh, this is what happens when you're chasing the success of another network. And I said this about ABC chasing a recent NBC success. Uh, this is us, right? Because yeah. remember ABC after what? One season or two seasons of This Is Us made This Is Our This Is Us. <laughs> which was, um, I don't even know if it's still. So. Little <laughs> yeah. Thing, something like a that. Million- yeah, right. a million little things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Peter from Office yeah. Space as the lead or, or something. I could just watch this as so, us. <laughs> or I could just watch this as us, right? And I hate when networks do that where we're going to make our version of a popular show on another network. And NBC has been trying to make their version of Lost now for a decade. <laughs> You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. It was so bad that they they just took direct rips from the show, from Lost. The cash of heroin in the trunk. And I'm thinking, okay, who the hell is writing this show? If I fell through a earth anus into Middle Earth, I'm not going to be worried about the the, 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 the heroin in the trunk. Right? I'm... I, <laughs> I'm still going to be trying to figure out how the hell did I get here unscathed? That would be a good thing. How did I just fall? I fell through a hole. In the earth. And I woke up in his power bar. Like, that, I don't know if any of y'all watched that. That that was, oh my God. The fact that, okay, the, the lead actress, she just jumps up and says, okay, well, I'm here now, so what do we do? Okay, Javon. Please tell me they didn't have like some random power bars, Apollo bars, just hang it out. That's the I'm only just... thing that would survive the tar pits. <laughs> that was the only thing that survived the tar pits with kind bars. Because no I was one like, would dude, eat them there either. There was, there was. <laughs> That's why they dumped them down the hole. I thought it was a product placement or something for 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 like Cliff bars or whatever it was. Dude, it was just so dumb. Everybody drops into the hole. No one questions. It's like they instantly figured out, like the the, the brother said, okay, well, I take it those lights up there where we came through. Okay, so we're not going to chew on that for a minute at all. Let's start gathering supplies because it's going to be nightfall hey, hey, soon. Javon, and then hey, the Javon, self-appointed leader of the back. This was not like Super because the black man wasn't questioned immediately with his assertion of what was going on. Like, what, what are you talking about? Who's you? What are you talking about? No, you know, Jeff, it was a Supergirl because instead of being questioned, nobody even paid attention to the fact that he said, well, we all just fell through the damn sky. Nobody even, okay, well, that just happened, so let's start gathering up supplies, y'all. And then the giant CGI wolves came. I was about to ask you about that. Did their their budget not factor in? We can just throw in a paw for a polar bear? Nah, we'll just have some bootleg looking wolves. And I was like, and that was the point where I started texting. I'm like, wait a second. We got stuff coming out of the woods now. 
in these jokers. I'm like, and it looked like they had a caveman at some point. I'm like, you know what? I just need to turn the TV off. Wait. It's burning yeah, valuable it was like, plasma. In the it was like the land of the lost. Do we have a smoke <laughs> monster? It's been a far better show than Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost, I can watch that. Family randomly coming with a damn station wagon, and now they're back in time. That makes freaking sense. This preview didn't even make sense to me. I'm like, so what are they? So it's lost, or they fell through a hole in La Brea somewhere. And husband has special abilities to all, figure out where they are. He has sight beyond sight. Have sight beyond sight, and he's a world class pilot too. It's like he's, oh, exactly. he's like, he just checks all the corny boxes. The sad thing is, I don't know if you're joking, but the uh, fact that you both agreed said it actually I watched happened. like the last ten minutes, and then NBC was like, "Don't panic, we're not going to cancel." Here's what's coming up this season in the brand. I'm like, they've never done that before. I'm like, you guys. Wait, honestly, if you're if you're Labrea's writers, I'm like, I need a commitment for one season and 22 episodes, or I'm not, I'm shopping this deal. Dog, if this thing lasts, look, they did. Hey, look, y'all, look, the way they did that, Jeff, I guarantee you, it was like guaranteed, and it was like a guaranteed contract, right? Absolutely. Well, look, we gotta get a full season. I don't care what y'all do, you're gonna commit. You're going to commit to showing this a full season. And I think that full season is all we're going to get because I can't see this hey, catching hey, Javon, on. This first episode was going to be the one show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. <laughs> it's like that time travel show. When do they turn that off after they time have like, the 4 p.m. slot no, on hey, Sunday? Honestly, <laughs> no, Timeless got big. They, they got oh, screwed. Man. I mean, they, Timeless was actually in my head. Timeless I mean, actually was competent, and then they're just like, "Yeah, we just have lost all faith in it." So y'all wrap this joint up in a movie. We don't give up. All right, well, fellas, I think that covered it. But just in case, does anybody have any other nominees for Dummies of the Week, bro? Why don't you start us off? I am. I am without Dummy this okay. week. Gunner. What? What? Uh. I don't have anything other than the, the whoever thought La Brea was yeah, a good idea. Not. I'm sitting here looking at these previews like, <laughs> this is going to go the way of Knight Rider, the new remake, and One Woman, the remake, and any show that was on, that was a joke on uh, 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 Sarah Marshall. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. It felt like one of those. Yeah. Uh, my dominee of the week mm. is going to be the Big Brother cast if Xavier does not win this season. That is all. Jay King, how about you? My dummies of the week are Bill Cosby and his, his spokes monkey for even daring to comment on the R. Kelly situation. You just got out. Shut up. Say what, nothing. What this is like OJ running around that, that like, hey, um, I have some exactly. thoughts on this. Hey, hey, Juice, just let it ride, player. <laughs> just let those naked guys read this check. book called If I Did. You just, right. Wow. You need to read all the rooms. This would be like Jorn like Vandersloot saying, you know, I don't think old boy who may have, may or may not have killed that girl. And uh, his girlfriend, I don't think, I think he's getting a raw deal right now. Shut up. Like, Bill, you just got out. Nobody, look, you. It, when they announced that he was going to try to go on tour after he got out, I was already like, dude, yeah, calm down. Just just have some soup. Right. And, 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 and some pound cake and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. Up, Sorry. You got to bleep that one. Yeah. Just be quiet. You don't need to talk about this. Else they're going to find more people you may have drugged and throw your old, bald-headed, blind, senile, one-eye-looking-over-here-ass back in jail. Be quiet. Be quiet. Read the room, Bill. So that's my number. Right. Read the room. All right, well, fellas, there's nothing else to do here. We've got Married at First Sight, bro. We've got Big Brother yep. and all kinds of craziness on Bachelor in Paradise to catch up on because a new episode came out. So, fellas, thank y'all as always for rolling. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed. Mm-hmm.